0: Hey y'all, this is Shanice. And this is Alice. Welcome to Brunch in the Evening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Brent in the Evening. This is your co-host, Shanice. I am in Atlanta, Georgia, at home with my family and friends. Uh, Again, Alice is not with us, unfortunately, because she is back home for the holidays with her family in the Bay Area. But today we have three guests. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So we have Chris, we have Kendrick, and we have my sister, Sade. And so we just wanted to come on here and just chat it up a little bit, see what's going on. Kendrick, do you... Want to tell us what she brought to the table today?
1: My name is Kendrick Reed. Yes, I'm originally from Raleigh, North Carolina. Got my guy brother over here, Chris Vincent, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Gotcha. Want to give you the North Carolina point of view of certain things today? I guess we're going to talk about how generational differences in the whole work situation. I feel like our parents and our grandparents told us to, you know, work for a certain company for 35 years and Mm -hmm. retire. And that's the way you should do. But I feel like this is a generation, my generation included, more of an entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, You know, from my point of view, you know, my father, when I started my own business, he was kind of like, I mean, what are you going to do? How are you going to make your money? Because, you know, it's always a struggle trying to be an entrepreneur. So recently... You know, I've had my business now for going on three years. You know, my father reached out to me and was like, I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. He was like, I didn't know how it was going to work, but you made it work. You you stuck through it and grinded, and you found your way. And I feel like now you have to, you know, figure out different ways to make, you know, streams of income. None of these jobs, especially corporate America, are loyal. Um, you got people that work 30 years and they know they get close to retirement. And they get laid off. I know that from experience because I worked in a law firm and I've seen it. They do layoffs right before the holidays at the worst time of the year. And I just don't feel like for me, corporate America was ever set up for someone like me, someone. And I'm, when I say that African Americans, I feel like it was never set up for us to be successful. So,
0: so not for black
1: people. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, it wasn't never set up for us. So for me, my mindset is I want to own my own. So. That's how I approach everything. So we can kind
0: of start well, what with that can way. you share with everyone? Like, what is your business?
1: i have uh, a doing? mentoring uh, basketball skills training.
0: Okay, uh,
1: I've been doing that the last three years. You know, I coach high school basketball, so it's kind of an outlet for me. Uh, knowing, you know, my purpose, I found that out years ago. My what I say, my why is, and it's the children. So. You know, I try to find a way where I can take my passion for basketball and my passion for the kids and kind of bring it as one. So what I've been trying to do now is branch off outside, doing my skills training, trying to do mentorship programs, so forth and so on. So. Got you.
0: And so let's kind of bring it back because you both said, or you said that you're from North Carolina, Chris is from North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, me and my sister from Georgia. So <laughs> even though you're saying, like, generationally we think differently, are you guys, you know – Millennials, or you outside of that, if you want to share your age. Chris, I'm how old are you? I'm 32. Kendrick's 32.
2: 26.
0: How old are you? 32. And I am 29. So we're all millennials, I'm assuming. You're a little almost out of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but do you think also, is there a different mindset as far as entrepreneurial spirit in Atlanta versus North Carolina?
1: Uh, I don't know. I feel like and I know Chris probably a differ from it. Um, I don't want to say state to state is different, but I feel like you know, growing up in North Carolina, I know a lot of my friends love North Carolina. Want to stay in North Carolina, you know. I know my guy brother wants to probably stay in North Carolina. Me, I never wanted to stay in North Carolina. I wanted to branch off and go to a faster pace with more opportunity, and I, you know. I did my research, and between Atlanta and D.C., those are like the top two spots for black entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. So I always knew that I wanted to have my own because of what that is. Um, so I don't know if it's really a mindset. It just depends on how your family raised you. You know what I mean? My my family, you know, I, I watched my dad. My dad never sat me down and was like, hey, this is what hard work was. I just watched him every day. He worked his butt off, you know what I mean, for 30-some years like we just talked about. But, you know, I look back at it like if my dad had to change it again, I think he would have went about it differently. So that's why I kind of take his situation and be like, yeah, I'm not going to do the same thing because he worked his ass off for so long and you look back at it, I'm like, what do you have to show for? Type right. Thing. So okay. I don't know if it's really a mindset from state to state, but I just think like how you were raised, you know, my family was more country mindset. You know, they had, they grew up in the country, not my dad, but my mother did. So gotcha. Okay.
0: Chris, what do you think? Since you want to go back to North Carolina, do you feel like there's an entrepreneurial spirit in North Carolina? Does it matter? Is it generational?
2: Um, I don't think it's a state-to-state thing. I think it's more of a, how you were raised. I think like Kendrick made a good point about like his mom and my dad grew up together. So they were more country, per se, it was where my mom, she grew up in Detroit. So I think feel like she brought a more entrepreneurial spirit from Detroit to North Carolina, so I think it's where you're raised and like how your parents raised you, what type of spirit you have working for a company, working on your own type deal.
0: Right, so it's not a state-to-state, but environment, so living in the city might be a little different than living in the country versus yeah. living in the suburbs, maybe. Right, right. Okay. Jay, how do you feel about that?
3: Um, I think that it's both uh, how you're raised and how you're raised by location and generation so you know our parents I think our mom was more stay in one job and then our dad was he stayed in one job but then he had a lot of side hustles so I think he was okay with uh, doing different things but he always was saying don't ever leave a job before you find another job or you need to stay at this job because it has medical it has all these st- stable benefits Um, whereas me, I, you know, I, I won't stay at a job if it doesn't really, if it's not really focused on work-life balance or uh, benefits or flexibility. Uh So, you know, burnout, I think millennials get burnt out quick when you don't have those like flexible, flexible options or work-life balance in place. Gotcha.
0: So you know, were our parents onto something? Like maybe we should be staying places with benefits and medical nah, I, because I don't, I don't
1: agree with that. Just because okay. like I said, I I worked in the corporate world and it's no loyalty. Like you know,
0: what do you mean by that?
1: I mean it's no loyalty. You could work your butt off for thirty something years and you could be fifty years old, and they know they could bring somebody in younger to do what you do and pay them a lesser rate. They're gonna get you out of there. I mean, I've seen it. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've worked at a law firm. I'm not gonna say which law firm here in Georgia, but I've seen it where people have worked 20 something odd years and they get laid off and then they'll go bring somebody fresh out of college and go pay them 30 grand to do something that they were getting paid to do. So, I mean, where is the loyalty at? And that, I mean, that's global. I mean, it's no loyalty in anything, sports, whatever. There's no loyalty. So, only loyalty is going to be if you start your own. That's how I feel right. about it.
0: But everybody can't be an entrepreneur.
1: Right. And I agree 100% with that. But at the same time, you got to you gotta figure out what your why is. That's what I'm saying. Like people, you know, I work in the educational field now. And I feel like, you know, teachers are the most underpaid people in the world.
0: And at the same workers. time,
1: And social workers. Yes, I know you it. would say that. Of course. But what I'm saying is you do that. Every teacher that I know is that's successful has a side hustle. You know, I I know my buddy does the same thing that I'm doing. I have another uh, teacher that I work with that has her own tutoring service where she tutors quite a bit of people, but it's her business. In order for you to be successful and make, I mean, teachers don't make number 50, 60 grand. You got to be doing something else. But at the same time, like I said, I will stick by the whole, There's no loyalty in any. In any job, no matter right. how hard a worker you are. I always laugh and joke with people. I said, man, when you're in corporate America, when you do a good job, they don't say, Oh, Chris, you did a good job. They give you more work. Mm. That's how they reward you for doing a good job. So I don't I don't I mean and that's just my mindset, how it's always been. I mean, I feel like if I had my own, I can make my own rules. So, you know, I'm big on the whole Work life balance too. I know you brought that up. So
0: yeah.
1: That's. Uh, well,
0: what does that guess. look like? What work life balance? I
1: mean, what man,
0: does that you mean? You got
1: to be able. I don't care how much money you make. If you can't live to to, to, to kind of basically enjoy the fruits of your labor, then what are you doing it for? I mean, you know my. I'm not gonna talk about them, but <laughs> the company I worked for before <laughs> made good money, but I worked seventy plus hours a week and. Had to work every holiday and couldn't enjoy my family. Like, that's bullshit. I mean, to be honest with you, who, who, all, I feel like the US is the the only place that does that. If you, people will work more for you if you gave them time off to refresh themselves. Right. But instead, you want to work people in the ground and then keep demanding more of them. Makes no sense. And y'all too know, for example, because y'all have family overseas, they tell you we work too hard. Mm hmm. If you have, if Chris is going to be a CEO of his own company, I'm a CEO of my own company. If I give people the, the freedom to have time off, you know what I mean, to come back refreshed, they're going to work hard for you. I mean, you give them somebody, oh, you got two weeks of vacation time, and it's 365 days, and yeah, that makes zero sense to me.
0: Well, why do you think companies do that? They, they must be working. Like, what? Man, I, What's the mindset behind I that, do you no think? I
1: clue. I know the company I work for say, Man, we can't have you away that long from the business. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like you got other people in place. It's a chain of command. You telling me we got to work six days on, two days off. And we say, all right, man, can we go five and three days off? And they like, man, you can't be away from the business that long. What the hell you mean? We can't miss one extra day. So I think people get kind of money hungry and then they, they don't believe, you know, they just want to keep the ground going. They don't care about your, you know what I mean, your work life, but I don't feel, I feel like any corporation, if you keep the work life balance, you truly believe in that you're going to get better results from your, your people.
0: Will people take advantage of it?
1: Uh, I think people always take advantage of everything. That's true. So, I mean, it's got to be a balance, but I feel like you'll get better results in your company if people feel refreshed. Oh, That's just me personally.
0: So that's how would you run your company? You got people coming in, working for you. You got things got to get done. I mean, no, you
1: won't work. But the thing is, my thing is, you know, attitude reflect leadership. They see me leading by example. And they know I go above and beyond for you. Yeah, you'll have a couple people to take advantage of. And you You just nip shit in the bud. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I feel like if everybody knows, everybody knows that most of these companies, you're not going to have the the flexibility to do certain things. So hopefully the people I have under me is going to be people I trust. And that's, that's me personally. I know I don't trust everybody, so that's so
0: you are not gonna have a lot of people working for you. Nah,
1: I have. I am only have a select few,
0: right? But only if you need a big staff, so you don't have time
1: to just uh, hire people I you mean, trust. Listen, sometimes you gotta grind it out with the numbers that you have. I would rather have a select few that I know we gonna grind and bust it than have a whole militia of people that ain't worth it down.
0: But what do so, well, you burn those people out because they're only a select not,
1: That's what I am saying. Is balance when you when you are an entrepreneur, you can kind of balance your time accordingly. You're not going to overload yourself with stuff you can't handle. Mm. So this is my point. I, I make my own rules. Right. So.
0: So, what do you think about like schooling?
1: As far as
0: our parents us to go to school, when you get a college education, that's oh, that well, you know, I, feel about, I
1: feel like that's the whole. That's you how you mean, get ahead in life. I feel like that's BS sometimes too. Just depend on what you're trying to do. Um uh, To everybody's college. Not meant is, to go to college. Right. I mean, you look at all the great CEOs out here now, a lot of them don't have college degrees. I got a guy that I, I work with his son right now, he's a you know, multimillionaire, and I literally was just talking to him the other day, didn't realize he, he didn't finish school. And he was like, yeah, man, I was at uh, Georgia Southern, man, and he was like, damn, I didn't even finish. And I looked at I was like, really? A multimillionaire. So
0: are those exceptions to the rules, though?
1: That's always exception to the rule. But, but like it's thing, just a yeah, very
0: small percentage of people who don't go to college but become millionaires.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, it just depends on what your why is. I ain't saying if you're trying to be a, a doctor or something, of course, you gotta go to school. But if you're trying to be, let's say, if you're trying to do something in IT, you don't have to go to school for that. Get certification and, and build programs. And I mean, it just depends. I'm not saying school, yeah, if I have a child, I want them to go to school. But if they say, Dad, I don't want to go to school and they give me a mapped out plan, am I going to judge them and say, nah, you got to go to school. Now, if you give me a mapped out plan or something that you want to be successful at, and this is what I'm saying. I'm an elementary school teacher. This ain't, when I was growing up, they say, oh, okay, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, I want to go to the NBA, I want to go to the NFL. Now, I ask these kids now, nah, they'll be like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What is that? They educate me on that. People make millions being YouTubers
0: now. Well, what would, if you had a child and they said that, what would you think? They're like either a YouTuber or Instagram influencer.
1: Man, listen, man. Like now, I ain't gonna say. You know, I normally will be like, "Oh, hell no." Nah. But I mean,
0: isn't that kind of
1: not nah, being but, like your dad? Because that's no, where the world I is said, going. Now I would be like that. But if somebody gave me a thought-out plan, my son or daughter gave me a thought-out plan. This is what I'm gonna do. And you showing me that's making you money and you being successful. How am I gonna deny that? That's what I'm saying.
0: Right. At
1: the end of the day, what are we? What are we trying to do? I'm trying to be successful, so my family. My daughters, my sons, their daughters, their sons are successful. If I can do that without a college degree, when you do it, or would you be in that $100,000 of debt?
0: Well, I'm in $100,000 of debt, so I guess I chose the latter.
1: Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, would you? I don't want to talk about my debt. <laughs> right, I I'm saying I know you, but if you could have went that route and did the same thing that your are would you have done it? Oh, for sure. I wouldn't know in the school. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, don't get me wrong. I don't want nobody to get this twisted and say, oh, I'm just saying, screw college. Art. But I'm saying, college is not for everybody. But you know, our, my, my dad, you're going to college. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? got to go to college. got to get a degree. And it hails so much on you getting a degree. I don't want that to be the narrative for my kids if they have another route. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I have educators along my colleagues say the same thing. Like, like, we teach these kids, and that's why I opened my business and did all, from a mentorship standpoint, teach the kids something that's not, they're not gonna be getting taught in school. You know, you deal with kids, special needs kids that's never gonna go to college. So, what stuff are you teaching them? You teach them how to balance a checkbook. You teach them how to make a grocery list. You teach them how to do a resume so possibly they can get a job somewhere. That stuff you ain't learning in school.
0: All right.
1: So, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's not the, Colleges, you just absorb information like that's what a college degree has told you you absorb mm-hmm. information for four years
0: What about learning how to critically think analyze situations? I, yeah, absolutely,
1: I get that too, but you can do that self-education as well, right?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know if you can learn You can
1: self-educate. No,
0: you educate can self-educate, but I'm saying do you learn? I think that's like... the
1: best education.
0: No, it is. You know, you're cutting me off, but what I'm saying is, sorry. <laughs> but can you learn some of those, like, how do you go about self-educating and learning like critical thinking skills and analyzing things without someone being there to help or to,
1: so let me ask you a question to your question.
0: But that's not, that's not proper. You should answer a question and then ask the question.
1: Okay. I will do that for you host as of the most. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like a college Professor is the only person that can do that for me.
0: No, I'm the only person. But right. I don't know that's if it's it,
1: stuck in that box. Like that's the only person that can tell me how to critically think.
0: No, your, but a lot your, of people, your,
1: your grandmother, your grandfather, could teach you how to critically think every day.
0: Sometimes, but they might have a very old mindset. So they're not. You're not. they You're not teaching me how to question things. Okay. You didn't teach me to question society and things like that. If anything, you just told me to go along with it.
1: And honestly, host, I think you self-educated yourself on how to think like that. I don't think. Kennesaw did that for you. Why not? Miss Host. <laughs> First off, you know my name.
0: You, know I'm talking you, can, say, you can say Shanice. <laughs> Sinise,
1: I know you. You self educated yourself and became the critical thinker that you are.
0: So I didn't learn Ken- any of that in school. I don't think Kennesaw. Kennesaw Clark Atlanta, Pup shut
1: Shade. I don't
3: think Kennesaw as much, but I think Clark. I think it was always there because you've always been like this.
0: Since we well, I would know. say that's innate, but I'm just saying right. for me personally, that's think, an innate thing. But for other excitement. people who aren't innately questioners and stuff like that, who's teaching them in the in not in school settings or in a college setting to analyze things, to question things, to look beyond whatever it is that you're looking at?
1: I think, I think life experience does that too.
0: Does it? I, I,
1: mean, I feel like where, there are a lot of people I, out here reading headlines
0: from... and not really reading the entire article, or not going beyond just one article and not researching and being like, you know what? Maybe I should look at a peer-reviewed article. I don't think a lot of people are doing that. And bro, bro, what you think? yeah, Chris, what do you think?
2: No, I'm not sure. I feel like I feel like it can go either way. I feel like you learn a lot with life, but I see what you're saying that um, schooling can help you. I guess research in a more fundamental fashion, and your whatever you're researching, it could be more true instead of just getting something off the internet or a newspaper. If that's what life's teaching you, but I think I think they both are.
0: Look at Switzerland over here, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think school helps with, like Chris said, from a traditional sense to make it a little bit more robust from a. kind of a more strategic sense where you might learn how to critically think outside of school and it may not have a set pattern but you still may still get to the outcome mm-hmm. so it's, it might not have a, a certain rules or journey you have to follow like you do in school um, but I, I think both ways you still get to the same outcome and I agree with
1: I agree with everybody's saying but just like anything in life is different avenues to get to where you want to get to mm-hmm. so I don't feel like College is the only way you can. Criticize. I know I'm. I'm being devil's advocate when it comes to because I know everybody. I know, and I will say the old generation. You know the 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 uppity. I, I'm gonna say the uppity black folks the that uppity got their, black folks. Yes, they Ooh. got their degrees. They look down on others that don't have a degree. I'm like, really? How can you do that? Who are these people?
0: Are they are you talking about people, uh, people at the table?
1: No. <laughs> I'm just saying in general. You can't judge anybody. You can have a conversation with somebody. I don't know if they have, like I said, it's totally, I was speaking with somebody that I've been doing business with, did not know he had to do, didn't have a degree. And it kind of shocked me because I stereotype white man, highly successful. Mm-hmm. But when he told me that it makes sense because how he's dealing with his son. And I understand, like, he's not pushing his son to be a high scholar. He wants him to, you know, go to school and do all this, but, Education is not his main focus, not his main rock. So when I first heard that, I'm like, that's weird. You know what I mean? But then when I found out he didn't have his degree and he did it other ways, I was like, oh, okay. And he told me, he was like, man, listen, man, having a degree is not find out your why, find out your passion, go with that. And that's what I always live by. Once you find out your why, Chris found out his why. I found out my why. I know I love the kids. You know, people gonna keep making kids.
0: So, how, what about people who don't know their why, and it takes and, them a very and, long time and, to and find out? What, what do you do about that? How hey, do they find that?
1: That's and that's a great question. It's some people that's way older than me. Yeah, that don't know their why and they got to figure it out. But so should they go to school? I don't think school's so gonna teach you that.
0: Yeah,
1: find out your purpose. Don't think school gonna teach you that. Well,
0: couldn't it teach you what you don't like? You might go to school and be like, oh, I actually like economics, or actually I don't like economics. I thought I like politics, I don't like politics. Don't, I thought you don't, I like you don't biology. Waste Eighty grand to figure it out.
3: I was gonna say I think if it, I mean, was, if it wasn't for the money, I I see what I see what she's saying. You might not know what you like, but you can figure out what you don't like. But the fact that there's a tuition involved, then that's why I feel like that's a waste.
1: Education should be free if we want to get on that.
0: Well, we all know that ain't nobody gonna who's gonna other than. Trump himself, so, who's going right. to go against that? It Should be saying. free, what but I'm got... saying, but if it's not free, and they're trying to figure out their why, and they're like, "Well, I'm not going to go to school because I don't want to waste my money," but I'm sitting around and I can't figure it out because I don't have anything. There's no exposure. I'm not exposed to biology
1: because but this I'm is why not I... anywhere. So this how am I going to figure flip... it out? This is why I flip it up on the whole life life experience. I didn't know I wanted to be a coach. I didn't know I wanted to be a mentor. I don't shit. I didn't know none of that. Life taught me that. My buddy hit me up one day and said, listen, I need you to come over to this school and help me out with these little knuckleheads. I was like, all right, man, I'll help you out. We was on the track talking to these boys. This was a one-day thing. One day turned into almost a decade. And right then, I figured out what I'm doing. And people like, man, you really take a liking to these kids. Kids really love you. you. You go above and beyond for these kids. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's
0: people life. have
1: to go out and do stuff. Ah, yeah, that's life. Life teaches you. And that's the thing. And Sade know we agreed to disagree with this a long time ago, and she think agrees with it now. My thing is I failed all my life. I think failure helps you. You know, she didn't agree with that, but in order for you to succeed and, and to get to where you want to go to, you gotta fail. Like, and I always felt like if even if Chris knew the answer, and that's my brother. I'm not going to always just go to Chris. Sometimes you got to hit that wall. Sometimes you got to figure it out for yourself. That's what's going to make you reach that point. I'm not going to, if I can always go to somebody and be like, yeah, this is it. This is it. What are you really learning? Failure is the best solution to me sometimes. and Even from a coaching standpoint. I had to get my ass kicked for four, five, six years before I ended up winning at the highest level. So you got to fail before you succeed. So I think that's big with it too. So,
0: Chris, do you agree with that? You have to fail. You have to go hit that wall a hundred times before you can succeed.
2: I wouldn't say a hundred times, but <laughs> I think failure is a good thing. I think it uh it uh teaches you more about yourself than success was. I think sometimes people like have success their whole life, and then especially like growing up. So like once you become an adult, and that success isn't there that you don't know how to handle it. And mm-hmm. So at that point, that failure becomes like a stepping stone for that person to grow. I know for me, that even happened for me like with sports. It was like I was sheltered for a while and it was like, dang, Chris, you're so good, you're so good, you're so good. And then you see how big the world really is. Cool. And then that failure just made me better, made me strive to be better. So I agree with that. Okay. So you agree with this now?
3: Yes. Uh, I mean, I agree with it. I think my initial stance was if the person is intelligent enough to see somebody else's failure and not repeat that same mistake. Um, I think I put a blanket statement on that, so it's kind of I'm going to make an extreme example. Um, it's kind of like if your mother had you at a at 14. I don't need to have a child at 14 to for for to to, to learn that mistake if I see the struggles that my mother went through with. Our mother didn't, but to see the struggle that our mother went through. That's something I feel like you, if you just observed it, you should learn from it versus some other mistakes like personal growth mistakes, uh, business mistakes, trying to uh, be a better person or uh, build a better business. I think those mistakes you should go through, like you said, because um, those where you learn the most. So I think in extreme circumstances, I feel like people feel like they need to go through it. Like, I don't need to to taste ecstasy. To, 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 I think that's an extreme case, but that's why I say, I think everything you don't need to experience, but I do now agree that failure can help kind of actually push you further in growth.
2: So. Oh,
0: thanks. I agree.
1: <laughs> with, with part.
0: Well, I agree, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, failure does help. I think some people do have to go through things themselves. Like sometimes you have to experience it. Some people learn that. I think it's learning different. I mean, my father told so, me one
1: time when I was in just random situations, and I sentence. was like, what you say? I
0: was in the middle of sentence. but... <laughs> you
1: were done? No, I, I wasn't thought right. you were done. I'm did sorry. You,
0: did, was I done today? I'm sorry. Chris, was I done? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I literally was like, and then. Your and rate then. is going
1: to go up because I'm on this show anyway. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> But I'm sorry.
0: I, what I was saying was I just think people learn differently. So some people do have to experience every single thing for themselves, and then some people can learn by just watching. And sometimes it's situational. So
1: that's what I was saying.
0: Yes, Kendrick, thank you for having my hand me.
1: raised, people. <laughs> no, what I was saying, I agree 100. But what I'm saying is, like my father, growing up, it was—I don't remember the situation, but I remember sitting with him on the on the porch. Like, almost in tears, like, man, how did I do this? Yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, I knew you was going to do it. And i was looking at him like, dude, what? Mm. Why didn't you tell me? And he was like, because I know my son, if I would have told you, you wouldn't have listened no way. So I knew it was going to be nothing like, so they said, I ain't popping no ecstasy and doing nothing that was going to take me out of here. And he said, I knew it was something that, hey, your big head going to hit the damn wall. And you're gonna be like, shit, I ain't never gonna do that again. That's like my dad told me. And I laughed because it was like, you know what? i li- I'm, yeah. I was like, well, possible. And I did. Well, damn, what if it was something? He was I would've told you then. Of course. I'm like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> what you gonna do? But it's a balance. Like I said, what well, Sade is. It's a balance. But I do feel like Sade was big on the, you know. If I can get the answer, I'm gonna get the answer. All right. It ain't, that ain't always good. Sometimes you gotta research, you gotta dig and, and I know a lot of people now. I probably can get a lot of answers to what I'm trying to figure out. But the process, and I always say that with my kids that I coach. Got to go through the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I always, I always relate stuff to basketball because that's my passion. That's my love. If I could just say, you know, Chris, I can show you how to get, you know, to the league. You gonna go to the league, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or you got to go through the process because, you know, I got kids now that's in college. They're going through the process of playing college basketball, like, you ain't the top notch kid no more. So now you gotta struggle. You gotta go through certain things. You gotta wake up in the morning, go through, you know, your preseason workouts, your school, balance that out, weights, do all that. That's a process. You know, when you were at high school, when you were at your particular high school, you didn't have to do all that. You go to school, you might do your weight room, but you had it made. It's a different you know right? What I mean? it's a idea. different beast. So
0: So you're saying that the process is more important than the outcome.
1: Uh oh. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Who said that? GT. E. Shout out Eric Thomas. I
0: thought it was Inky Johnson. And Inky. Okay. That's where I got from.
1: Yeah.
0: See? I listen. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. exactly. Sometimes. I don't even listen to everything say. Something I need to learn for myself.
1: Right. right. <laughs> Touché. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: So there's kids growing up and they're like, parents are like pushing them to do stuff. They're telling them you need to go to college, you need to study medicine, et cetera, et cetera. Like, how do they not cave under that pressure? How do yeah. you, how would you advise them? Do they?
1: I, w- I would feel like, cause I'm more, I would be that more neutral parent. And I feel like Shade would be that, the other one, like you need to go to medical school. You need to do that. I
0: actually would not. not but you. I'm saying, what would you tell a kid if they're saying right yeah. now, like I'm living. Was my
1: turn. <laughs> my
0: you weren't really answering my question. You're going off of something else. But what I'm saying, if a kid comes to you like my parents are pressuring me to do this, how do I? What do I do? Like, how do I get out of it? How do I talk to them? I mean, Should I, I do it? Day,
1: I, I would hope that you can have a civilized conversation with your parents and let them know what you want to do. You know what I mean? I hope you don't have a uh, a parent that's just you know one track minded and not listening to them. I want my kid to be able to come to me and be like you know, dad, I know you want me to do X, Y, Z, but these are my dreams, these are my goals, this is what I'm trying to do. And I would hope a parent will be open minded enough to be like, okay, you want to get to this, this is what you have to do. got to have a plan, you got to do X, Y, Z. So, I mean, I want to be that open minded person. If a kid came to me and said that, I would advise them to, you know, have that conversation with their parent, you know, be respectful about it, but let them know this is, you know, at the end of the day, when you get to that age, you're around 17, 18 years old. In a respectful way, you got to let them know that at the end of the day is my life. You know, I got to be able to live it. You know, 20 years from now, I'm going to be doing what I need to be doing. You know, I'm not going to be living my life. So, in a respectful way, you got to kind of let them know what you're trying to do. And I know you know my parents would have probably been like, I'm paying for your school. So, right, you know well, what, exactly. what I'm trying to do. Parents that
0: I gave you that life that you're talking mm-hmm. about. So...
1: And that's And I also feel like that <laughs> that's what black that parents say. No, they do. Like,
0: what life are you talking The one that I, I gave had, you? I
1: had to agree with that if my kid, and like, oh, I want to go be a PE teacher. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, what you
0: got against PE teachers?
1: I, I am a PE teacher. Oh,
0: well, so I'm what saying. I'm saying
1: is, I know my parents have been like, Uh, oh, PE teacher, you need to be trying to do something else. You're going to school, pay all this money. You need to be but if they say, oh, I want to be able to get back to the kids. You know, I want to be outside the class. Stuff that I would say not. I want to be outside the classroom. This classroom is so strict. That, you know, I can still give life lessons inside the gym. And I would be like, oh, damn. Like, if your kid brings that to you like that, you got to be like, oh, okay. So it's kind of stepping outside of your your norm. Because I know my cousin, years ago, was telling me, oh, I want to go, you know, do hair. And I was Real no, you ain't gonna do that, go to school and do that. And then I, I thought about, it, I'm like, damn, you sound like your dad. You sound like your father.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: End of the day, you go get your, you know, go do hair, and you got seven, eight, nine chains. You making more money than, than these corporate folks <laughs> working at nine to five every day. Like so, I got to step outside myself, and that was kind of a mindset change too. So,
0: so there ever a line where like I was like, I want to be a dog walker. And no, I don't want a chain of dog walkers. I just want to walk my neighbor's dog. Is there a time where you're like, nah, that's not that's not good enough? Or they're like, no, I accept you for whatever you bring to the table.
1: I think then you kind of <laughs> you got to kind of try to map it out for them, like, yo, how's this going to lead you to success? Like, at that point, am I wrong? Like, you got to kind of map it out for. I mean, it. I
0: think as a parent,
3: not only do you uh, have open it up for them to take their own journey. But I think you also are there to put roadblocks up to keep them from completely becoming a disaster. I think, and I think then, because you see those extreme parents just let their kids do whatever they want and they don't, they don't, then the guidance is not there at all. And then it, it, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. So I think at that point, you kind of have to be like, let's pull back. Cause right now they're only thinking as a 17 year old, they're not thinking of what it will look like when they're 40. Or what it can do for the family or how it can set them up.
0: So, Or what they're like, my idea of success is being able to wake up, go to my neighbor, get their dog, and walk them to the park. And She's you're being quite ridiculous. I don't, I'm just saying, you're <laughs> saying set them up, but they're like I, the setup or the success is not what I define it as. We define success now different as our parents, so your kids might define it differently than you. And they're like, that's not, I don't want that. I don't want, you know, millions at all. I'm not trying to do all that. I'm trying to live this nice life.
1: And then you map you know, it out for them like, how, how is this going to make you a nice life? How's walking that dog gonna put damn food on the table? <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> Unless you want to be eating the damn dog food, <laughs> <with the> dog. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna tell you. Right. Hey, you can have all the passion in the world, but at the end of the day, listen to me. Listen to me. Good. Time is the new money. Let F- me. Time is the new money. My time is money. My time, my spirit, my energy is worth more than a dollar. Like, me training, I'm coming in there. I'm going to give you 110% of me. So, when people say, oh, Coach Reed, can I get a discount? You want me to discount my energy? What you want me to do? Hey, you want 50% off? I'm going to give you 50% of my energy. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. That's that's, 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 that's actually a good way to think about it. I'm going to tell you that Actually, really My black folks, stop trying to get discount from your people, man. I'm I'm going on a tangent, but stop trying to get discount (laughs) from your people.
0: So, one well, no, I think that's a great. That's you're right. They're gonna do fifty percent money, fifty percent of my energy. My yeah, energy. and I think that's a fair so, trade off. So I'm gonna
1: train you sitting down on on there drinking the coffee. <laughs> so I'm able to if you want that. But if I need all that and I'm gonna give you the sweat and the, and all that, I, you got to give me my money.
0: So what if black people are like as a community, we're trying to come up, so we're like. You know we can't always afford these things, so we're trying to support each other. So why can't we get the 50 discount?
1: Right, you man. know, charge
0: everyone else, but don't we're charge trying to support ourselves.
1: The pay. You know what I mean? Shout out to my best man, Robert Jamison Collections. I pay that man. Mm-hmm. The man is is trying to do. You know he 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 sells upscale suits. Now, I mean I'm not gonna discount his suits. Right. Just like don't discount my time. It's the same thing.
3: I think support comes a different way. So if you can't afford it, just from a financial standpoint, you can still market it. Everybody, almost everybody, has a social media tool that's free, right? You yeah. tell, you can tell, and obviously, if you're friends, you can be honest with them. Say, hey, I can't support you now, but this is what I can do for you. So I think support comes a different ways other than financially too.
1: And it's always all people that do that, man. I don't even like, like, I deal with different races, but only my folks. Well, I got to... well, well, Coach Reed. No, can I pay you this? No, you are working out two of my kids. Can I? Can I give you half here? Why? Like, why is that? Because if 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 Bill was training your kid, you wouldn't be doing that. You gonna get Bill what he what he But I'm Coach Reed. I'm cool. And I'm you know what I mean. I love the kids, and parents can trigger that. They know Coach Reed love the kids, and I love your kid. If I ain't got it this month, I'm I'm good. I don't work like that. So I, now I got to kind of come because I'm i always going to train the kid. I'm always going to do it. I'm not going to let any parents take advantage of me no more. You know, I mean, I've had. enough In the three years, I have let parents take because they know I love a kid. Right. But at the end of the day, my time is money. Yeah. And, you know, the parents I deal with now, they know that. You know, I deal with some parents. that like, because I want you to come run my practice. We're going to hire you. That's how they come in. We're going to hire you to run my practice. They know my time is money. That's it. And once people figure that out, we'll be fine.
0: So, Chris, how do you feel about that? You're going to have your chiropractor business. You are talking about you want to be in the community, you know, get black people to the chiropractor. They come to your business, they're like, they're sliding scale. Can you do it a
2: little bit for free? You know what I'm saying? For free, it's going to be a negative. Um, Even my mother's going to pay, so that's going to be a negative. There's going to be a discount for her because she's my mom. But, I mean, with different chiropractor offices, how they run it is – um you try to set the price that's affordable to your community affordable to your target market so the only way i would give per se a discount would be like if there was a family like if you got four or five people in your family then like you can discount it in a way so where you can see those four to five people in a small amount of time and they would be paying the same amount of money staying on the point that your time is money so it's like you can see those amount of people in that time and they can pay that rate, and like all five could get care. So that would be kind of the discount part of it, but there's no freebies. Nah, no freebies. Right now, I'm giving out freebies while
1: I'm in school. As soon as I walk
2: past that stage, everything's got a price.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. And I, I, I mean, I agree a thousand percent with that. And we just got to get to the point where we, and that's at the end of the day. I when I come the fam, I'm, I'm I'm not expecting nothing. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I know fam gotta eat. And that's what people don't understand. Like. Why am I going to try to shortchange him? If fam going to shortchange him, then what do I think the world going to try to do to him? Fam should be giving you 100%. Right. I'm supporting him. So stop trying to get a, a cut here. That's why I say we if we change our mind, that's the biggest thing I talk about, mindset. You know what I mean? Even with my fam and my crew, we got to change our mindset in general. Like, if we start getting it together, like, Always bring everybody be like you always about to bring LeBron them up. <laughs> I bring LeBron and his crew up, man, because they doing it the right way. And then you know some of my people are like, oh man, but LeBron's LeBron. Nah, LeBron ain't no different from us. Yeah, he a multi billionaire now, but he wasn't always that way. His mindset's been the same though. Why, me, Chris, Jameson, Mike, we can't do the same stuff. We can. We all like-minded. We all want to be successful. We want to make money in our sleep. You don't always have to have the same interest. That's that's my point. I don't give a damn about chiropractic. When I see him crack a back and tell me how much money he going to make, I'm like, damn, that's some money. So he'll be like, we want to go open up three or four or five of them. Hell yeah, I'm going to do it. Like That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if I can help him and, and invest in him, and I know I'm gonna make money in the back end. I don't yeah. never have to go in that building. But I know it's a need. It's a want. Chris told me the reason he don't want to be here. Is a, it's one on every damn corner. But what does that tell you? It's a need. So you crack shot back that no, night. We're for not gonna 10 use crack minutes.
0: anymore. You realign. We, we realign. Oh, I'm you sorry. Know, we don't crack. Cry crackers don't crack backs. They don't do that. Correct me. Okay. Realign. Don't come out here doing myths and stereotypes on this podcast, okay? Oh,
1: hell. <laughs> Realign. Yes. But that Your point, spine. That was, that was a quick fix. Mm. That, that, it's a needy for that. So just support your people, man.
0: But support them in a different way. Support them as far as paying the prices, showing up, investing, being like-minded.
1: Uh, and I know my homeboy would say you can support people in different ways. I, I agree with that, too. But I do feel like you don't have to have the same likes to support each other. like you know people want to always do stuff separately. It's a power and that's why I feel like black people they don't realize it's a power in numbers. Everything that's going on in this world is because we separated ourselves and letting it happen. We're like in a big fog. If we all just come together like I tell people the Jewish community is a perfect example. Jewish community, they come together. They network with each other. They build together. They Expand with each other. Yeah. Yeah. How are we not doing that? And that's where my frustrations come about. But
0: what about the times when I apologize for cutting you off? I was what about that? I, I know? You cut me off. That's why. I it's apologize. your show. I gotta <laughs> let you run. <ride>. Huh? <laughs> the the times when you know you do hire a black person, it doesn't go well, Then that black person's like, "See, this why I will be hiring our people." Nah, I, I feel was about like that it. mindset and it's, people it's, saying it's, things it's, like it's that. Trial
1: and error, but at the same time, I've learned that lesson. When I was in college, and helped some people out. Once you work with people, like once you know people, and you see their work and you see their worth, you'll do it. Like Chris, I've seen him move over the last few years. So if he ever came at me, I know you know what I mean. I don't have no doubt in my mind the work he's gonna put in. I got some homeboys. I wouldn't damn throw him a ten foot pole because they've shown me in they past they ain't ready. Now when you're ready, come back at me. But Help your people first. If they're willing to work, I'm going to help any of my people that's ready to work. If you're not ready to work, then nah, I'm not going to help you. But my point is, stop thinking we got to do stuff separately. That's my whole point for everything that we've been talking about in the past. Stop thinking we got to do it separately. I don't even get This is my thing. I don't care if I don't agree or like what you're doing. If I care about you as a person, I'm going to support you. i want to invest in you. 'Cause then guess what? It might hit and then we all eat. So Ooh. people don't realize. My thing is I want us all to be able to eat.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I don't any takeaways. Okay, so just to wrap it up, what I mean, what do you want to tell Chris, do you have something? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what do you want to tell like the old one, what is something you would tell the older generation? As far as how they see us, us younger generation, I, being I out would here. Say,
1: I would say instead of, you know, being harsh critics, embrace it. You know what I mean? Stop, you know, being stuck in your ways, embrace it, and see how you can help. And I just feel like culturally, if we if we do that, you know what I mean, we'll be better off. You know what I mean? Even even going to, and I'm not going to say who it was, but it was, it's, it's funny. Before Barack Obama became the president, you know, it was an old head. When I, I met him. I met him when I was in college. And uh, I was like, I called him. I was like, man, listen, I met this great guy. You know, man, Barack Obama, I think he's going to be the next president. Dude was like, man, what are you talking about? No black man is going to ever be the president. And that's why I say, change your mindset. Stop saying what thing's not going to happen. And then when he became the president, I talked to him on the phone. They was. You told me, like, stop thinking things are never going to happen. If you put stuff in position, things are going to happen. You know what I mean? That crew, that that whole clutch management, they made that happen. They came from the bottom. Clutch management could be Shadé, Shanice, a group of individuals. Clutch management could be me, Chris, all my boys. Like, y'all can do it. You got to have a common goal of making sure your family don't have to worry about nothing else. If and everybody—that's and my thing—you don't have to have the same. I don't have to have chiropractic mindset. I don't have to have a basketball mindset. I don't have to have a upscale soup mindset. My one mindset needs to be: my family wants to eat. My family is not everyone. Have to lack anything. I'm gonna go to bed at night, and I'm gonna wake up, and I'm gonna make a couple grand. That's that's this is where I'm at. So old heads embrace that's the young generation. Okay. Of the millennials.
0: And Chris, what would you tell the millennials? They're out here trying to hustle and grind and not fall into what their parents are telling them.
2: What would um, you tell them? I just think you got to go back to finding your passion. But I do, I do think that you can learn from the older generation as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like I learned a lot from my parents. I learned a lot from their parents. Like their education levels weren't high, but their work ethic was like unmatched. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me to be educated, it would be unfair to them for me not to be a hard worker in that aspect. So I feel like you can take from both sides, but I just feel like once you find your passion, which may take some longer on the others, then you'll find your way in the world.
0: Amazing. Shade, what would you tell the black community about supporting one another?
3: I mean, it's if we don't do it no one else will if we don't support each other like we can't expect people outside of our community to support each other and then we see them supporting each other and how far they've gotten and you know i hate people keep complaining about where the black community is but then we don't come together and do anything um because you know like kendrick says strength comes in numbers it may not come in numbers with everything but it's been proven in other communities and the fact we have you know when it is tried through our community we actually succeed way more than any other race any other any any other culture um so I just feel like we just gotta we need to do it more or often
0: awesome well I concur and I wanna thank all three of you for being here for breaking the evening and you know answering all my questions.
1: I said my bill let
0: for what (laughs) (laughs) all right
2: bye